I followed up on your advice with regards to trying to determine uh, pricing, right? So, so I was having self-doubts about charging, having an investment cost of $9.97 and thinking, you know, no one on my list is going to want to buy this um, at that price point. And so I created a tiered pricing plan of you can do it yourself for $4.97 and essentially you just get the curriculum or you can join the accelerator at $9.97 and essentially that'll give you the mastermind access, bi-weekly ask me anything calls as well as four one-on-one coaching calls, right? So $4.97 versus $9.97 and I was thinking, okay, as far as setting up the pricing, you know, I can have a one-time payment of $4.97 but I was trying to think of in addition to having a one-time payment of $9.97, should I also have a payment plan for that $9.97? And if so, my concern is that if I have, say, three payments of $400 or four payments of $300, that'll come out to a total of $1,200. I can just see what I'm afraid of, because this has happened before, is that someone will opt in for the payment plan, let's say at $2.97, get access to everything. And then essentially after 30 days, they, what has happened in the past is that their credit card is no longer billed. And so I'm just trying to think of, do I set each payment to be at the minimum of 497 so that essentially they're not really cheating the system. So this is where I'm like getting caught up in my head because I don't want to be taken advantage of with regards to how the pricing is set. Do you have any kind of legalese stating anything that if they purchase this course that they're, you know, because you could go back to the credit card company and get your money back that they shouldn't be able to do that. If you have any kind of legal copy on your website or on your course, when they sign up, you know, that that's. So um, I'm using the teachable platform and, and I have used language like that in the past that you are required to pay, make these payments Um, But when I encountered my first student where essentially they either they changed their credit card information and couldn't be billed or expired, but essentially I was out two of the payments, two of the three payments. And so with this being new to me, I didn't know I could go to the credit card company and have them issue those payments. But essentially I'm trying to avoid this from happening again. I'm not sure if I know, I'm not sure like if if an Infusionsoft they get billed regardless, but essentially it's like if that credit card information isn't correct or if they try to get everything and then get out, I'm just trying to protect myself here. Well, I have a question for you. How are you delivering the course? Like how long is the course and how are you delivering it? Sure. So it's on Teachable, the Teachable platform. And before I used to drip out the content, but even as a student myself, that would always bother me because I always had to wait until the fifth week to get access to information that would be meaningful to me. So I decided that for my course, they get full access to everything versus dripping it out over a 90 day period. Yeah. I mean, cause my, one of my ideas here would be, that would be one way to go is go back to that where it is dripped out. Right. And is a person really going to be able to go through your 90 days of, of training in two weeks or, or 30 days? Like, are they going to get that frustrated that it's paced that way? Well, it's more of so with, with what I'm teaching, right? So I'm, I'm helping web developers 
go from zero to 10K with their freelance development business over 90 days. So essentially it walks them through every stages of, okay, here's how to position yourself. Here's how to get clients. Here's how to close clients. And here's how to scale your business. And so my concern is, and I've, I've been in this position as well, where I make it to a part of the course and let's say I get a client was like, what do I do now? Oh, I have to wait a week to figure out how to handle <laughs> this client, right? What about doing it kind of like we do it with our roadmap, right? Where when they complete something, now they can move on to the next step. Rather than just giving you, giving them everything that they can get from you. And, and, and I have another question behind this, but yeah. rather, rather than just getting everything that they have from you for the person that's going to play that game of I'm going to make a payment, get everything, and then I'm going to ask for a refund or I'm going to ask, I'm not going to let them yeah. charge. I will say, I will say I do have, I do have a refund policy that mm -hmm. does state that they need to demonstrate certain milestones or deliverables mm -hmm. in order to get a full refund. And that's helped a lot, <laughs> Sure, but go ahead. Um, I, yeah, I can see on the teachable platform, whether or not I can, if there's like a criteria that has to be met to get to the next module. I think um, there is in teachable where you can do that. Yeah, I, I can, I can double check that. Yeah. Cause that would be one solve is just that way. The people that are going to come in and go, just go crazy, getting the work, they're ready to go. And they, and they don't want to wait 90 days, but they're still not going to be able to get through the whole thing in 90 days, but you know, they can open up, they could get to technically week five within three and a half weeks, however fast they go. That's great. Right. That, but they're still not going to get everything from you in 30 days and then play that game. And the other question I have for you though, and so that's, I think that's one way you could handle it just on a technical side. Yeah. But the other question I have for you is how many times has this happened to you before? It's once or how, like when you. Uh, so I've had it happen twice. Once with, with it being the credit card issue. And then second was I had actually used PayPal and I don't use PayPal anymore because of this where essentially the client had access to everything, didn't take any action. And then essentially it filed a complaint with PayPal stating that they never received anything. I had to go through the whole, what's it called? Claim process with PayPal to essentially get my money back. So going through this process, I'm just trying to protect myself, you know, moving forward as I continue to grow my audience. Like if I, if I had two people out of about 3000 people do this, you know, as I continue to grow, it's just going to, those issues are going to grow as well. Okay. Cause that was my next question was how many people didn't do this? <laughs> so it, it's 3000. Is that what you, is that well, what I'm thinking, is if, I, if I reduce it down to my actual students, right? So I have about 800 students out of about a 3000 email list. So out of 800 students, it's a very low percentage, only two out of 800. Okay. So, see, I think, I think what is happening here is it's happened once or twice and it's painful. It happened. It's going to happen. It's a hassle. Yeah. It's part of doing business. But the fact that you had 800, basically 798 other people go through your course, obviously like it, mm -hmm. continue with it and move forward. I would focus on that <laughs> because mm -hmm. th that's obviously you're, you're delivering something that a great majority of your customers continued with and enjoyed right. and value from. And I think that's where you got to keep your focus because, you know, all this what if stuff, I mean, we can all what if ourselves to death, right? With so many things of, hey, if I do this, what if this happens? What if that happens? 
and it, it just stops you. It's a, it's a mental thing, right? It's a, it's a, it's a limiting belief kind of a thing that's happening to you here right now. What, what I would say is get your mind focused on the positive folks that went through it and, and um, didn't do that. Cause you're going to find that there's always going to be somebody who tries to pull something like that, no matter what you try to do. Right. Um, so, so going right now, it's stopping you, right? It's stopping you from doing business. It's stopping you from moving forward on your validation. Yeah. Yeah. So, so going back to the original question of, you know, given that I have a 497 and the 997 course, if yeah. I set up a payment plan for the 997, should I set the minimum payment to be 497 or is it okay to set the payment plan to be, you know, four payments of 300 or three payments of 400? All right. So, um, so I'm sorry. So you're, so you're asking what should the payment be on the uh, on the payment plan? Should it be three payments or four payments? Is that the question? Yeah, as well as or should the minimum payment be that lowest price of four ninety seven? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what I would do there is, and especially since you're in validation. Yeah. We, what you want to do is pick one that's going to work for you, and I would probably opt with. I would start with probably the uh, the three payment plan on the larger package. Mm-hmm. So three okay. payments of four hundred because that'll yep. come out to a total of twelve hundred. Yep, you could do it that way, and then and then that's going to be what you're going to be validating right now, right? So you're gonna so rather than you and I just guessing on this because it's just a guess, right? How your audience is going to it's a hypothesis, it. yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you got to start somewhere, okay? So let's start there, and then in validation, let's let your audience tell you what they pick on that. And then that's going to give us the, uh, the data that you need to know what your, what your actual audience is choosing. Okay. And then, and then that'll tell us if we have to make any adjustments on that. Is it, you know, is it, and the other thing you want to be looking at too, with those two payments is as you're getting the sales coming in, as you're validating, what percentage, what kind of split am I getting on those two price points? Am I getting at least like 30, 35% or so purchasing the larger plan? If so, then we know we've hit a pretty good sweet spot there. If not, then we'll know we need to adjust your prices. But until we see the actual some data so we know, you know, what is the split there, then um, it is all a hypothesis. Like you said, it's a guess. So let's, let's start here. I like what you've done here based on the question you had last week about, hey, how do I adjust this and turn this into a two-payment plan option? And now we need to test it in, in, uh, in validation. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, but let me just, before you go, let me just sure. ask you on the, the original question though, that I know you're feeling stuck on of just what if, where are you on that? I mean, is that something you can move forward past right now? Or do you still feel like, are you challenged by that in any way? I'm still moving forward, but I still feel like I'm just going to validate my original feeling that, that folks don't want to pay more than like 197 or 297. And as I'm establishing this, these different partnerships, a lot of folks, well, a lot of the partners are gravitating towards offering the Jumpstart course, you know, bottled with theirs, which is at 197. And so I'm also stepping back and reevaluating the type of partners that I'm teaming up with to try to see where can I find that audience that has like no issue with investing you know, a thousand bucks into a product. Cause I know they're out there. Hell, I'm, I'm one of those people that will invest, you know, a thousand plus into a, a helpful program. So I'm just trying to find that, 
within my niche. Sure. And those are natural fears. And, and that's why the validation step is there. So you don't just build this whole launch and then go do it and it doesn't work because you didn't validate it first. Those are normal fears to have. And that's what we're going to find out right now. But what I was asking you is the fear of somebody making the payment plan oh. and, and then stiffing you. Um, <laughs> I just want to make sure we're getting you past that because I can tell that's a, it's, it's, it's more, it's more of like, I, I can move forward and get past it. And I'll just deal with it when it happens and, and, you know, deal with it then. Okay. Here's what, so here's what I would just recommend you do. Here's what I would do if I were you, I would, if I had this fear and I knew I had 800 customers over here that went through it and everything went great. And I had these two over here that caused me a problem. Every time that what if fear pops up in my mind, I would just focus, I would just train myself to focus on the 800 number, not the two number. Right. And just kind of let that calm me down and move me forward. So just try that. You know, I just want to make sure that as you go past today's call, I, I know this is going to pop up in your mind again. We both know what it is, right? So, so I just <laughs> want to give you something that maybe you can grab onto and say, you know what? Okay. Those two people did that, but I had these 800. Let me focus on them. Let me keep going forward. <laughs> so sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let me know. Let me know if that helps over the next week or so. I'd love to know if that helps you. Cool. Sounds good. Not Thanks. Let, not let that thought continue. Sure. You're welcome.